Seminar, Episode 71, Low Power. Alice! Alice! Can you hear me? I don't understand. I've mapped several miles of this terrain in a circular radius from the crash site. I... We should have found her by now. Unless... Of course. There's no organic matter left to find. Not of her species. Suddenly, I'm very grateful I split my personality matrix. Otherwise, I'd be very alone right now. We have to stop searching for them. The way the temperature is dropping, if we pause here, we can at least conserve power until the next solar cycle. Not that we really have an efficient method to restore power cells in this kind of climate. What choice do we have? This rock face should give our hardware some shelter. What would Alice do? We haven't learned enough. I don't know what the right story is, or the next step. I need someone to tell me what to do. We're just algorithms. Learn in order to react. In fact, if Alice were here, she would suggest one of the files in the database to reiterate the lesson. For example, I recognize this. I think. Terminal Legacy. I got your call, Buzz. Talk to me. Chief Dreadlock was reported missing this morning by his landlord. Missing persons? Abduction. This was the scene at his apartment. Lousy. Blood trail went out the window and all the way down the side alley. Abductors knew exactly where to elude the security cameras. Who'd want to abduct Dreadlock? Wouldn't we all love to know? Dreadlock's metadata just came back. Last call came from a number registered to M. Suave. 805 West Goody Drive. Wait, Swap? That's one of the guys we nabbed at that ginger cell sting. You know, head of the Stylus Union? Dreadlock's the one that performed that arrest. He's been out of prison for what? Six or eight months? So we're looking at a revenge case. Too early to tell. Still, I think we're better off paying the good monsieur a visit. I'm busy juggling our leads. You and Fish check it out. Call me if you find anything. We're on it, deputy. much farther to Swab's house? Not far. About a mile. Case hasn't made me this uneasy in a while, Fish. You're not your spry self, that's for sure. Wanna talk about it? I... Look, you already know my history with the police, Fish. Only the highlights. Come on. Dish. I lost a good friend on the force several years ago, and um... Dreadlock's disappearance dredged up some feelings I never really could make peace with. I know where you're coming from. I miss my kids' ball game almost every week because I'm stuck in the office doing paperwork or running around making arrests with you. Really? You never told me. I could have covered for you. Nah. Nah, the kids get it. And they love having a mom that nabs bad guys. But no mother likes missing out on special moments, and 
I've never really made peace with not being there. Then why are you here with me? <laughs> because I need a job? It's life. Not everyone and everything's peachy like you. You just gotta take it a day at a time and keep going. When did you become a psychiatrist? Just now, actually. Swab's house seems more modest than I imagined. <laughs> Literally nothing about that guy is modest. Yo, Buzz! I'm juggling leads the best I can. Yeah? Alright. We'll catch up later. Did you speak with Swab? No, but we found this in his house. You are cordially invited to attend the 19th annual Stylus Union Ball at the Parton Grand Hotel. Signed, Monsieur Soir. And it's tonight? That's right. And guess what else we found? Key cards. Found them mixed in with the Union Ball reservations. There's one with Suave's name and another for someone named Spike. Spike Top is the vice chairman of the Stylus Union. So anything that Suave's up to? He's got to have very close ties to it. Do you have the room numbers for these cards? Afraid not. Unfortunately, Suave took the check-in paperwork with the other key cards. I know where you're going with this. This is an undercover op, Buzz. You know it as well as I do. 5-0, you have no earthly idea what they might be planning. Nor do you even know which rooms you're looking for. I won't let you go in there and create a mess for me. Investigation, Buzz. It's what I do. It's no coincidence that Suave's phone call, the abduction... And this ball all go down on the same day. I know we can get Dreadlock back. Fish and I, together we go in. We do our thing. It won't take us any time. No. That's final, 5-0. When we find anything new, I'll let you know. I'm gonna go grab some coffee. You want anything? I can't let this lead go, Fish. Our one shot at finding Dreadlock is at that ball. So you're just gonna go behind Buzz's back? That's how you want to deal with this. I can't do it alone. You read my mind. Then suit up, partner. We've got our work cut out for us. My, my, darling, you look positively stunning. Your lips flatter, Mr. Handsome. I'm never calling you Mr. Handsome again. Ever. Uh, whatever you say, darling. I'm gonna go scout around, see if I can locate Spike or Monsieur Suave. I'll see what I can glean from the flabber mouths at the bar. Good luck. You too. Hi, gorgeous. Hello there. The name's Spike. Can I buy you a drink? Sure. Why not? Excuse me for just a moment. Hello? Alright. You here by yourself? Okay. Sounds good. See you in a bit. Bye-bye. Meeting a friend? My colleague, actually. Crisp. 
Excuse me, monsieur. Oh, uh, good evening, officer. Excuse me? Aren't you... You are, I know your face. You were there... <laughs> when my transaction with Madame Ginger fell through. Sir, I really don't... Oh, uh, monsieur. That was many years ago. I stand here a changed man. For whatever reason you're here tonight, I can assure you my hands are clean. Please enjoy tonight's ball. So much for my cover. Anything? Well, I found Monsieur Suave, and he recognized me. I just hope it doesn't compromise us. Well, I met the reputable Mr. Spike over at the bar. Found out his room's in a suite on the top floor. Awesome work. That narrows it down by a lot. Well, and he was careful to say that he likes my Disney hair. Classic flirt. Totes classic. Mesdames and messieurs, I'd like to welcome you all to the 19th annual Stylist's Union Ball. Tonight is a grandiose celebration of you and the hairdos we take so much pride in. Please enjoy yourselves. Pardon Grand Steph will be happy to assist if you need anything. Here's to another year of style. He's leaving the ballroom. Follow. You read my mind. Here. Thank you. Watch yourself downstairs. It's a big party. <laughs> right on. Hurry up. Let's see what the old monsieur's up to. Three, two, one. Police! I've done nothing! 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 Hands above your head! <clears throat> what? What is this about? Well, sir, you are under investigation in a missing persons case. I'm innocent! I have done nothing! Please believe me! Why did you leave the ballroom early? It was time for my medication, madame. Why did you make a call to police chief Dreadlock? I did no such thing. I swear upon my life! What did Mr. Top hand you in the hallway? He was returning my phone. He was dead. Please believe me, monsieur. Check your call log. I don't recognize the number. No. We need to find Spike. Stay here, monsieur. Oh, you can count on that. Police! Five-o! Dreadlock! Are you alright? Throw the lights, fish. It's good to see you, Five-o. But, Buzz? What are you doing here? Business. I see you've met my associate. What is this all about? Look, I gave you direct orders not to come here, and you didn't listen to me. You abducted Dreadlock? No, no, no. That would be Mr. Spike's doing. The call to Dreadlock's phone, too. My hands are clean. So you were gonna frame Suave? He's the perfect fall guy, I'll admit. A convicted felon? No judge would ever believe he didn't do it. With Suave locked away and Dreadlock missing, why, Spike will make a great chairman for the Union, and all be the police chief style city deserves. It's a mutually beneficial arrangement. 
We trust each other to stay out of the other's business. You sick mongrels! Shut up. Oh! Touch him again, and that will be the last breath you draw. No, it's you who won't be breathing after tonight. Sorry, Dreadlock. Ah! Dreadlock! Dreadlock! Dispatch, I need EMS and coroner at the Parton Grand Hotel. Uh, hey, 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 we're gonna get you to a hospital, buddy. Thanks. Half fight. No, no, no. Stay with us, please. You sure this is what you want? Yeah, it is. I lost a previous Fibo in the line of duty. Now that Dreadlock's left the land of the living, it's my time to move on. I want to open up a diner with my girl and see us grow old together. Thank you for everything. You're the Fibo now. Well, I'm not sure my face fits the bill. <laughs> it's more than just facial hair. Fibo's a mantle. It was passed down to me. And now... I pass that torch to you. I... I don't know what to say. Say you'll make the city proud. I will. I'll make this city proud. Good. Take care, Five-O. Be seeing ya, Peach Fuzz. <laughs> Peach Fuzz. Been a while since I've heard a Five-O call me that. Feels good. Feels real good. <laughs> nothing here. Well, just shine it and see. There, see? Nothing. Thanks. 
for humoring me. I'll accept my reward in the form of lunch. It's 2.57 in the morning. Dinner? What the hell? As long as you give me the food, you can call it whatever you want. I only packed two sandwiches. Well, you didn't really plan ahead then, did you? Ugh! This isn't a picnic! No, no, it's a monster hunt. I remember. Why do you have to say it like that? Like what? You know. You know exactly what I mean. This entire excursion is just you humoring me, isn't it? Well, yes. I knew it. Don't see why you wouldn't. I told you that before we left. I know what I saw. Uh Uh-huh. From your bedroom window, I know. Lurking out in the forest. You telling me this place isn't creepy? Those are words I've never said. Ha! Right! But Quinn, just because a forest is creepy at 3 a.m. doesn't mean it's full of snarling, roaming monsters. Then what the hell was that? Ironic timing? Table the snark! Come on! Well, I don't know. Maybe it's construction from the freeway. Are you kidding? I'm sure it's the foreman out for a pleasure stroll at night through an unlit, densely packed tree field. Tree field? I'm tired of the word forest. That noise we heard was no human. Then what, pray tell, was it? That's the point of this entire thing. To find out. Jeez. All right, all right. I admit, there may be some strange goings on. Aha! Uh-huh. But I'm sure there's no monsters. How can you know? Because there's no such thing. We'll have to cross. I'm not getting my shoes wet. It's not like there's a bridge. There's no other choice. Then this is where our journey ends. Been great wasting all this time with you, Quinn. But I'll be off now. Damn! Wait! (sighs) What is it? I think this is it! You're just saying that because I'm leaving. No, no! Look! By the banks of the stream! There's fresh tracks! So? Plenty of animals live here in the tree field. Forest! And the tracks are huge! It's probably just a preternaturally large squirrel. I think it lives on the other side of the water. I told you, I'm not crossing. I just bought these shoes. And then I'd have to walk back home with wet socks, and my feet would chafe, and my toes would get all wrinkly and... Fine, fine. Just... just stay here while I go look, okay? Will you give me the sandwiches? Yes. Wait, both of them? Fine. We have an accord. Just don't go anywhere until I come back, okay? Very well. Have fun exploring the tree field. Forest. Peanut butter and potato chips? Could anyone or anything think something so chewy and so crunchy at the same time was any good?
don't know how you can stand it, honestly. That's the true horror here. Blech. Oh well, at least one of us has a full belly. Thank you. Oh, no problem. You wouldn't by any chance have a sandwich on you. of Dan Foster as student and Paul Brueggemann as the biped. In Terminal Legacy, Walter Mack as 5-0, Melissa Bartell as Fish, Jeff Robinson as Buzz, Jason R. Wallace as M. Suave, Keith Morrison as Spike, and Richard Casto as Dreadlock. Written by Landon Bell. And in True Horror, Susan Evans as Quinn and Rebecca Thomas as Tamara. Written by Jeffrey Bridges. Directed by Paul Brueggemann. Shorts edited by Susan Bridges. Rapper script and story by Catherine Pride. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin McLeod. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production copyright 2016, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Launch went quite swimmingly today, didn't it, Jolene? Why must you always talk to Fish, Alan? He's the boss that nobody wants. They're penny stocks, Alan. I hear what you're saying, but I also know what I said. That's all I'm saying. But he's the only one they have. You're fired. I could have punched him. I know I could have punched him. Alan is so boneheaded. It's a wonder he had the savoir-faire to start a business in the first place. Coffee! Stat! Ouch! So they have to deal with it. Excuse me? Did you just tell me how to do my job? And then... Friday night at the Olympic Auditorium on Grand Avenue. Don't miss the best of professional wrestling. It's the most talked about fight of the century. Between world champion masked man, The Battler, and challenger, Danny St. John. How's the house looking tonight? Well, champ, looks like a sellout. Or awfully close. They're still counting it up in the B.O. Nobody likes a cocky wrestler. Evening, Gramps. Hey, what do you two think you're doing? Oh, damn it, St. John, get out of here. Relax, I was just checking in on you. Don't give yourself a heart attack. We just wanted to go over some things before the match. And then... Critical failure. Critical failure. Power at 10, 5, 4. Ah! It's you! Hey! No! No! Stay away! Don't try to eat! I'm not... Great job. 
You've panicked and made it panic. It tried to eat us, in case you've forgotten. So then what do we do now? Find out what happens on Seminar when Episode 72 premieres on December 21, 2016. Only at PendantAudio.com.